0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. In further reviewing the Creighton Main Street Economic Report, one additional noteworthy number was that the checking deposit index soared to 87.1, a record high from 66.1 in October. This would be cheap money. Depending on the account, they may only pay a quarter of a percent or less on passbook savings, and they act like it is painful for them to pay that. Some joke that savers will have to pay banks to keep their money. They're not laughing, though. The idea of cheap interest is to force people with money to increase their risk by investing it in something in order to improve returns. That has provided incentive for some to buy farmland. It doesn't take much cash rent from farmland to beat interest paid by a bank. That is one reason why farmland values have remained strong. Another is the volume of land being offered for sale is down. Some thinking about selling farmland cannot find a better return on the money elsewhere, which deflates selling interest. Most farmland sales are estate related. An annual CD may pay three quarters of a percent. DTN says that the interest paid on operating farm loans is 4.1%. So I would think that bankers could make that margin work. Well, as reported, the 10-state hiring index fell 3.2% compared to pre-COVID levels November to November, a job loss totaling 132,000 workers in the 10-state region. Other sectors of the economy are hiring. Nine million will lose unemployment compensation at year's end. Amazon is hiring 1,400 new workers per day. The economy is reaching its streams in every measure, including geographically. While unemployment in this region is down, bank deposits are sharply higher. That could only mean that people are turning cautious in spending. Half of consumers do not own stocks, and they provide little spending cash anyway. Also, as noted, loan volume plunged. Low interest rates likely have a diminishing impact in the economy at some point. For a large number of people, the crisis is loss of income. Federal fiscal stimulus runs out at the end of December, and how quickly COVID-19 is restored again hinges on the runoff election outcome determining control of the Senate in January. Other programs such as mortgage and student loan moratoriums also expire. $400 billion of the $1.37 trillion in student loans are expected to be defaulted. CDC vaccine advisors have been calling an emergency meeting for Tuesday, intending to authorize the use of the first COVID-19 vaccines. That is fantastic news, but it will take months for the benefits of vaccines to show up in the economy. The Fed has argued that the economic recovery is tied to ending the pandemic. The stock market has been doing much better than Main Street. The US dollar was down trading into new lows for the year. The world seems to want euros versus dollars, despite Brexit not going well. We are obviously still struggling with the pandemic and lack of fiscal stimulus. The Chinese are getting a bargain buying U.S. commodities with help from the strong yuan. Many thought that the yuan would sink because of the tariffs and trade war, but China has led the extremely uneven global economic recovery, making us look bad. The dollar's hold on being the currency for global commerce has shown signs of loosening. UST reported new corn export sales of 1.67 million metric tons last week, well above trade expectations. U.S. corn is cheap compared to others. Chinese corn prices have surged past $10 a bushel. China issued another 5 million metric tons of tariff reduction quotas for corn. South American corn production is being threatened by regional drought. Demand will have to be rationed by price somewhere. There were some good rains in South America over the weekend, but they did not hit key growing areas in either Brazil or Argentina. The market was trading a better forecast two weeks out on Monday. This is turning into becoming an exceptional drought in the Mato Grosso. The first corn crop is being heard and prospects for the safrinha are poised to deteriorate too. There were no deliveries post the any December contracts. January soybean stopped at the $12 barrier again, and traders are getting concerned if unable to respond to bullish news. I filled my tank last week with E30 for $1.83 a gallon, so it cost just $21. That lowers the cost of mileage a lot. It also frees up a lot of cash for consumers to spend on something else. The Kansas City Fed says that household spending for motor fuel has declined from 4% of their income in the 1980s to 2% now. That is the same as a 2% increase in disposable income. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.